Hi, I'm Eric. I'm the co-founder of Mimeni, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. So welcome to episode 465. This is an upcoming interview with Alexander Rusa, who is the CEO of Prototype. And he's going to be going through uh, what you have to do from taking an idea, like an app idea, and actually going through the process of bringing that to some kind of uh, product that can go out to the market. He, he's got these uh, great three-step processes that he talks about. And it goes into some detail about that. So a great episode for anyone who's an appreneur, wants to uh, understand about the process you need to go through in actually getting an, uh, an idea off the ground. But before I do go into that, let me just first of all thank my sponsor for this episode, TopTal. Now, I'll go into more detail later, which you need to listen to, um, given that you're getting this uh, episode uh, for free. But I, I love this sponsor because uh, they are a network of the world's best developers and designers. And they have a really rigorous vetting uh, process, uh, which I'll talk about more detail later on. Uh, but for now, just remember that there is a, a link to go to. It's toptal.com forward slash pool. toptal.com forward slash pool. There's two benefits going through that link. One is that you'll get a great deal on a uh, up to two week uh, no risk trial. Uh, where they pay the costs of a developer or designer if uh, you're not uh, completely satisfied. And the second benefit is that uh, it will show that you've come from the App Guy podcast and it will show that you support the show. So uh, let me explain more in, in detail later on in this episode. But for now, let's get into the episode with Alexander Rouser. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, uh, it's Paul Kemp. Now, this is the show that helps you as app entrepreneurs, startup founders, uh, even if you're just uh, working on a, uh, your own prototype or uh, your own project, this is the podcast for you. Uh, what I do is I go around the world and get some of the best, the best uh, entrepreneurs uh, and we chat to them and try to figure out why they're successful so we can copy them. And uh, today in this uh, challenge, I have for the CEO of Prototype, the CEO of Prototype, very relevant to us. His name is Alexander uh, Rouser. And uh, Alexander, I just wanted to wish you a warm welcome to the App Guy podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, very excited about it. Yeah, I would firstly love to know uh, what Prototype is. How does it uh, help uh, us uh, get get stuff out there. We're a digital agency, and uh, we basically help companies to uh, define and uh, plan digital strategies, and also help them with the implementation. So we work with um, like different type of companies, from like startups over to uh, enterprises, and um, like roll out and define their strategies by like helping them to set up new uh, processes, implementing new tools, and uh, also like designing their applications, which is quite important and a, a big part of. What we do yeah so i mean let's talk about startups then because that's uh, where a bulk of people listening are working or are thinking of their own startup and uh, what uh, what stage do you get involved when someone has an idea do you actually 
do the idea or do you take it up when they've already got their idea for an app? Well, we have, uh, we have different scenarios. I mean, a lot of the time we have uh, people that come to us with like an initial idea and um, they need help to, to, to plan it and to realize this idea. Um, and then on the contrary, we have like companies that have like a very like solid plan already and they have the business model figured out and uh, they need someone to basically help them with the implementation which means the uh, design of the applications, um, the actual development, and then also with the marketing side of things. Right, okay. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's actually a really interesting uh, learning about the implementation and then the marketing side. Uh, and so, uh, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's uh, imagine that I'm a startup. I've just come to you and uh, I've, I'm all figured out what I want to do. Uh, what, what would you advise on the first steps of implementation? One of the scenarios that we have a lot is that like, we get people coming to us with an app idea. And um, the first advice that we give usually is that um, it's not necessarily about an app idea, but it's maybe about a new business idea. And I think that's a very important uh, way to look at it because the app essentially is like uh, the medium that you're using to transport uh, whatever services you want to provide and we help uh, startups to like identify exactly what is their business not and it's not always an app uh, as such it's like more what's going on in the background and then that's usually the first step that we take and also the first kind of like um, evaluation that we do if we can actually help them. Um, the second uh, phase then usually goes into more like planning how that will uh, would be implemented and how that business will actually function. And again, there is a lot of like non-app related stuff happening. So how do you actually plan uh, the implementation? And if you have an existing business, how do you actually transform this? Um, from there, we then start looking into um, the actual specification, into like uh, maybe creating prototypes, wireframes and so forth and like planning more how that solution will look to the end user. Uh, and then, of course, it's like uh, the rollout and the development and, and the launch of the application. And um, when we do that, we kind of like look at a, a, a four-step model, um, especially for like uh, apps, uh, where we're saying um, we have the stage of like uh, actually getting user to downloading the application, so acquiring. Uh, then we have to educate users to actually how to use the application and what the application can do. Uh, after that, we need to engage them to continuously use the application. And then we need to have a plan for those that stop using it, how we can get them back. And this process kind of goes into the initial planning as well, because if we're just like focusing on rolling out an app with like all sorts of features and we don't have a plan how we can actually get users to use it, then uh, it might eventually fail. So, so Alexander, this is a, a wonderful chat because uh, what we try to do on this podcast is help people avoid expensive mistakes. And I can imagine a lot of your clients have ultimately come to you with an idea, uh, uh, want to get it out as quickly as possible, but skip many of these questions, acquire how to keep them engaged. Uh, and what are the biggest mistakes you've found people with a new app idea make in rushing out their idea to, to uh, the app store? I think it goes back to the, the first part, which is like that um, at times the actual business model has flaws. Um, I mean, developing and, and, and building an application, that's 
it's a challenge, but that's not the main challenge to get the business to work. And um, I think what uh, what a lot happens and what, what we experience a lot is actually people coming to us and saying, I have an app here that I got developed somewhere from my uh, initial capital and it's not necessarily working um, because any sorts of issues and um, they they want this fixed and that's where we usually have a, a big challenge because they invested a lot of money into like getting this first version of their app out and then uh, they're left with no uh, budget to eventually fix it and even worse they're not left with any budget to market it and I think this needs to uh, be defined in, in a good business plan in the start you know so how is this business actually going to run and that's what I mean by it's not an app idea it's a business idea and uh, there needs to be a proper plan set in 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 place to um, to get this off the ground and I mean also if we look at the actual um, like development cost for just the application over the over the last years this has like increased tremendously and um, I mean there, there are various reasons for that, but like one of them for sure is that like a um, the, uh, the the, the re like the skills to build an application um, have um, like yeah, come with a higher cost these days, um, and um, if you look at like an application that would have been developed like whatever five years ago, you could get an app for like twenty thousand dollars, and if you look now at like the starting price for like a serious application, you're looking at like hundreds uh, of thousands of dollars, and then you have your marketing budget on top of that, and then you need to have your business set up and like the, all the resources in the background that you need to make it run. So it's um, it's becoming more challenging. Yeah, I feel like it's a gold rush for developers as well. I mean, obviously on the back end, there's a lot of successful developers who now command very high uh, uh, costs for their skills. I was wondering, you know, as, as a digital agency and you're at the cutting edge of all this app development, what are your biggest challenges uh, that you're facing right now? Uh, I wondered if you could talk through those big challenges that you see. One of the challenges that we have usually is like um, integration with uh, with systems, and that's especially when we work with enterprises, because again, the focus is on the on the application itself, on the user interface, and on the vision on how the whole thing will work. But then, when it comes to actually getting the data into the application, that's one of the main challenges, and. I mean, the application is the the interface to the user, but what's on the back, that's the actual challenge. You know, how do you make this work? How do you get the data and how do you transform it to your needs? And I mean, we worked with a um, couple of companies. They had um, like big systems in the background um, that were not yet enabled for an application. And most of the work, probably 80% of the work was on that side. So that's a big challenge. Um, and then of top of, on top of that, of course, it's um, it's the uh, to have the experience and the skill set to actually develop su successful applications. So it goes from all the way the UX, you know, how do I build an application that users actually like using, um, down to having the skills to develop the application properly so that it functions and um, that it behaves, uh, you know, native to the platform and so forth. So these are like the key challenges that we come across. I love those challenges. I, for two comments to you, I guess, in response is one that I, when I started out, I did actually try to run a, a small agency. And the biggest challenge was integrating into uh, some of the e-commerce platforms. And it was such a nightmare. I just gave up. And so um, I, I can see that, uh, that that's a really biz big business challenge. And the, the second one is that um, getting a, a hold of talented people. You 
have a team in-house or, or do you work with developers remotely? No, so right now we have uh, 10 developers on staff and um, they all work from our office, which um, obviously gives us a lot of like um, control over their um, like uh, timelines and the work that they're producing. Um, and we can work with them very closely, which like obviously helps a lot in terms of communication as well. And um, we've tried in the past working with like um, people remotely and you can find obviously uh, very good people that uh, are reliable and that are very talented. Um, but we found it better to have the people in the office and work together as a team. And we've also experienced like much shorter timelines for the development. Yes, of, of course. Um, I've got a, a main sponsor called TopTal who uh, actually do have uh, remote developers available. But uh, in terms of your case, it's uh, good to have the in-house capability. So I hope you're enjoying this episode with Alexander Arusa. But let me just take a few minutes to thank our awesome sponsor. I love TopTal. Uh, TopTal is a network of the world's best developers and designers. And these are people who have been rigorously vetted before they've even been allowed to join the TopTal network. And I know how tough it is to get into because I have spoken with ex-guests of this show. Uh, and I'm thinking of the guest uh, Kirby Turner, for example, who's been running his own business for quite some time. And he's written uh, books. He's an author of uh, iOS. And uh, he was explaining just how rigorous this vetting process is. But that's what sets TopTal apart, that you have this quality of talent. And at the same time, they have a really hands-on matching process that helps ensure that you get connected with the best individuals from their network. Uh, and once you begin working with uh, the individual from TopTal, uh, then they uh, have also a, an, an up to two week no risk trial. And that's the time frame that you tend to know that you're actually working with someone who's really high quality and, and great talent. Now, during that two week period, if you should feel that for any reason that something's missing or the person just simply isn't meshing well with your team, then you can come back to uh, TopTal and say, hey, look, this isn't working out. And really, you need someone who has, say, X or, or, or Y skill. And, uh, you know, you need someone else with different uh, talent or capacity. Uh, then they will go ahead and they will find another individual for you. Um, but they will not bill you. They don't bill their clients for this initial trial period. Uh, what they do is they do actually pay the designer or the developer out of their own pocket. They are uh, so committed to the network and to the talent that they actually put their money where their mouth is and uh, do this up to two week uh, risk free trial. And you do get that when you go to this link. It's toptal.com forward slash pool, P-A-U-L, toptal.com forward slash pool. You know, this is their business model. It's essentially built on this whole concept uh, that they will get you connected with the best talent. And so that's why they offer that guarantee. So if you are in need of a great developer, a great designer uh, for working with someone who is going to uh, bring real value to your business then do go to toptal.com forward slash paul p-a-u-l that's toptal.com forward slash paul and uh, you can try them out uh, or otherwise i'd be happy to make you an introduction a personal introdu introduction to my insiders so thanks very much toptal for sponsoring this episode thanks for listening to this message and now let's get back to our chat with alexander i was wondering uh, how you uh, actually go about uh, uh, getting 
you clients as well. I can imagine for many people listening that the big challenge is to get enterprise uh, accounts. Uh, did you bring on particular salespeople to help you with that? Um, no, I mean, the thing is this for us, like um, probably 80%, if not more, of our business is through uh, referrals. And um, we have, um, like, we've been uh, now about for like six years and uh, we've built a good, uh, like, relationship with our clients and they, they keep referring us to, uh, to, new, uh, to new accounts and to new clients. And, I mean, the way we see it is like we do uh, one good job and we get another one. Um, so that's kind of like our, our philosophy to just produce good work and then uh, get more uh, new exciting projects to work on. I love that. That's, all, that's almost like treating your clients as your best salespeople as well, because if you do a good job, then they bring you new business through referrals. Uh, exactly, yeah. Exactly, uh, yeah. And, and so six years, what has been, the as, as you being the CEO of Prototype, and uh, you're speaking with many other founders uh, and individuals running their own businesses, what, what's been your biggest challenges over the course of the six years? And, uh, and if you have made any mistakes, what have you learned from that we could learn from you? Um. I mean, the biggest challenge usually for us is um, like the whole like educating um, people, and I, this is not like in in like meant in a bad way. But um, obviously, when you especially with enterprise clients, um, they um, they come from like a different background, and they're busy like um, working on their current business, and they want to like uh, implement new digital tools, and a lot of them are like obviously now up focused. And so we found like one of the main challenges to like um, explain what goes into developing uh, any solution if it's an app or if it's like a, a even a website that like should give you some roi and um due to that like we've just put together like a guide as well and um, we we actually wrote a book about it to just help people to to tackle these challenges um and I mean, especially now, like in, in the enterprise world, if you go to any of the, the big consulting firms, you will find on their homepage something about digital disruption and uh, business transformation and so forth. And I mean, it's it's valid. But if you think about it, this hasn't started in the last two years. This hasn't started in the last uh, five years. And like my first uh, disruption that I was like exposed to, this was like almost 20 years ago. And so this is kind of the challenge that we have to just like get people on board and understand that it's not just like a new like buzzword to like go onto apps, go into social media, go into X, Y, Z, but it's about, you know, understanding what does this actually do to my business and how do you implement something that's long lasting. And again, in, 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 in that sense, uh, we have a lot of like requests that come in where it's like a one-off project, you know, to launch an application, to build something new. And then it's kind of like shelved until the next person comes along and wants to redo it all. And that's completely the wrong approach. So we're trying to educate clients that if they go into like any new channel and if it's an app or if it's a new site or a new service, it's really about like a long-term strategy uh, that needs to be like thought of and that needs to be accounted for. And like, I guess like agile goes a lot into that as well and innovation and all these things. Uh, Alexander, I, I love this. So just the last thing before we let you go, and you mentioned that you've written a book. Uh, I mean, I've partnered with um, Book in a Box to offer a book writing service. And I wondered from your perspective, has being the author of a book helped in any way with your credibility or your sales process? Definitely. I mean, because 
it's kind of like proving that you have enough information <laughs> in your head that you can yeah. put a book together, I guess. Um, so it, uh, it, it's definitely a great way to, like, um, to, to, to put your thoughts down and to, to get credibility. But in this particular case, it, it's not, and that was one of the things that why, why I actually wrote this book was it wasn't about like just another book that like highlights the importance of like digital strategies and disruption and transformation and so forth. It's more of an actual guide that any business could pick up and like have an initial framework and a couple of considerations that they can actually implement to uh, define a digital strategy. And that was something that I was missing because I, I looked for books that would have that and I couldn't find something that would actually fulfill that. Um, so instead of just like, you know, throwing more buzzwords out and like getting people to buy into technology uh, for whatever case studies there are, um, this book is more about here you have a guide, you can read about this and you can hopefully learn something and uh, like implement it yourself or work with someone who uh, can help you implementing it. Well, there you go for everyone listening. Uh, I, uh, you may want to get in touch with me to see if you want a book or you're writing. So, uh, Alexander, this has been a, a wonderful chat and uh, I've so enjoyed going through and learning all about your digital agency. How best can people connect with you? What's the best way of getting in touch? So our website is prototype-interactive.com. Um, that's like one of the best ways to get in touch with, uh, with Prototype. And of course, they uh, can also like uh, follow us on Twitter or follow myself on Twitter, which is uh, a rouser um, on Twitter. Wonderful. Thanks so much for coming on the App Guy podcast and all the best uh, with um, the next six years and, and plus with your digital agency. Thank you very much. It was a great pleasure being on the show. So one final announcement then before I let you go. Uh, I've been written about in a blog called Rollout. Uh, if you go to theappguy.co forward slash rollout, theappguy.co forward slash rollout, R-O-L-L-O-U-T, then uh, you'll read about my bossless future article. I was interviewed by the guys at Rollout and it's entitled Mobile App Marketing and a Bossless Future. Um, basically, I talk about the 3,000 odd days that I've been without a boss and working for myself and uh, go through my story, uh, my ups and downs, how I lost $100,000 when I left the city and then how I kind of made a comeback with um, getting into digital. So if you're interested in that, then do go to uh, theappguy.co forward slash rollout and you'll be redirected to this article. And please do share the article and uh, promote it because uh, Rollout uh, are really helping me out and I, I think it's uh, worth sharing. So thanks for um, listening and look forward to getting another episode to you shortly. Stay inspired. Thanks and bye.